Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Sarita Scott is the owner of her own hair salon, Duwafe Holistic Hair Care Incorporated, a nationally recognized business. Duwafe Holistic Hair Care has been featured in Oprah Magazine, Newsweek, Ebony, Vibe, Honey, The Source, Essence, and People. Sarita started her hair care business in her mother's West Philadelphia home several years ago. Today, her client list includes Smokey Robinson, Jill Scott, Quest Love, Floetry, Kindred, Sonia Sanchez, Ty Tribbett, Layla Hathaway, Be- Yo Yo Yo, and Marva. She does my hair. <laughs> good morning, my sister. How are good you? Morning. I'm good. Sometimes you forget everything you did until somebody read it out to you. I was like, I did that. Right? <laughs> and so when you feel this whole, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Let's talk about Duwafe because we have a limited amount of time. And I, and 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 as a as a client of Duwafe, the vibe in there is what brought me in, right? My hair was stringy and terrible looking and it was, oh, the y'all were so sweet. Y'all were so kind. It's all right. And then my hair got big and thick and luscious. And then my mother died and my hair began thinning from the stress. And I said, Sarita, I'm cutting this chumpy off. I'm going bald. <laughs> and she said, no, you're not. I can fix this. <laughs> not today, mother. Not, to- not, not today. today. <laughs> not today. Talk about your beginnings with the Wafe Hair Salon and why why did you start that place of natural hair care? So, you know, I was steeped in a culture and it wasn't because that was the home that I grew out of. It took for me to read the Dr. Clark books, the Sonya's, the Baldwin's. You know, I was even in the new Black Panther Party going on Mamiya marches. And so, I know, right? And so... Okay, I'm sorry. So she's my girl. So this is going to be real good. So going through all that history, learning my history, I just realized activism was just a part of who I was. I just had to figure out what part of it I was able to attach myself to. And so, you know, I come from beautiful brown people and I've seen my aunts wear wigs at the end of their lives. I've seen what my grandmother went through. You begin to start paying attention to the people that you love in your community. And I knew that there was a gap in everybody was wearing their hair straight. Everybody was wearing weeds. People were putting braids in. I needed to try to tap people into their authentic beauty. So it was a full activism march. Mm. And, And when I think about it, I'm just grateful that I was able to slow down to see the community need. Yeah. And so what year did you start Duwafe? 2001. Cheese and crackers. You telling me you've been at this for twenty four years? I know, right? Don't I look good? I certainly. <laughs> <laughs> I hide my wounds well, but yes, it's been twenty four years, and um, you know, I started reading the herbs books. I started. I took on a mentor. I keep mentioning her name because thank God for Sister E. Kenyozi. Mm-hmm. Uh, she took me in after scrutinizing me for a while, but she did. And when she took me in, she made me understand what our needs were, how to take care and facilitate us and what we were deserving of. She taught um, past step at Temple. 
yes. Temple. And when she decided to retire, she then gave me the Temple class. So I taught at Temple for four years after that. So it was just seemed like it was one of those journeys that I just had to sit down and allow for the ride to happen. Yeah. Now, Sarita, to get to 24 years has not been easy. I am sure. Um, I see you. You're steeped in our community. The people come in with all sorts of things, uh, you know, thick hair, bald hair, long hair, short hair. And you have been, you and your staff have been so loving and kind in helping us. And not only that, I find that Duwafe is a place for us to just come and release our burdens, just release whatever the ish is that we're dealing with at the time. I remember, and I'm going to share this publicly now with you on the air with me, because I've talked about it. The day that I learned that my mother was dying, I was sitting in front of the Wafe getting ready to get my hair done. Sarita was, you had, where were you coming? Where were you? Where were you? You were coming was, in, into the shop. I was coming in with you. <laughs> right, right. Don't and so I was in my car. She she looked in my window and she was like, mm-mm. And I'm in there crying and just banging on my steering wheel. And she opened up my car door, pulled me out. And I went into the wafe and wailed like something was coming from my toes. You made me, you went and found something for me to drink. Your mother wiped my face down the whole, the whole staff. Everybody was frightened into silence because <laughs> that was a guttural wail, right? Um, and you just, the love that you showed and exhibited is one that I will never forget. But you don't just do it for me. You do it consistently. So where does that love, that infinite love for people come from within you? It comes to my grandmother. It comes to my family. Like, I would see my mother, my grandma, my aunts, they would wake up at four o'clock in the morning and sweep both sides of the block. You know, my grandmother is the reason why Annie Parker, we were able to come up to the north. So I'm first generation. So I've seen the families come move into my grandmother's house, her take everybody's money and make sure everyone gets a home. So I came from a family where we all lived in a four block radius. So I always felt protected. And a part of that, I'm about to cry for some reason. And a part of that journey of seeing the extent of love and care that my family not just showed for the community extended family um now that i'm at 50 and experience and work with people and i see that they didn't receive it we're shepherds you know what i mean when you have an opportunity to service your community and care um loving us is a is a is a revolutionary act because too many of us and the places we walk in, the Asian stores and getting our nails done, they are disconnected to our needs, but we're still willing to give them our money. Yeah. It's, it's, so I just know that that moment that I had with you is the moment that somebody's going to have to have with me. Right. Yes. So yes. it's supposed to not be transactional. Thank God that I make money for the love that I'm able to offer. It's supposed to be expansive. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to make a change. Love is supposed to ripple. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now that you're here at the 24th year, oh Jesus, what are the lessons that you've learned and what would you like to impart to, uh, you know, entrepreneurs who are in the business, not maybe, not, maybe not here, but an entrepreneur, what are some of the lessons that you learned that you'd like to impart to entrepreneurs everywhere? Regardless of how tired you are, what if it was you, right? 
right? What if it was you put yourself in that person's position, regardless to you feeling like you're not making the money that you deserve, there's somebody making less, right? So uh, what I will impart is if I was to talk to that younger Sarita who did not have parameters and did not know how much to give and um, maybe exhausted myself because I wasn't able to take care of, <clears throat> make sure that you have a solid core of people that you can trust. You don't have to like them, Right. You don't have to like them. So for me, um, for me, I would say to that young entrepreneur, find something that you love so much that you don't, if you didn't get paid for, you will still show up for. Because Duafe, I didn't make money with Duafe for over 10 years or more, 15 years or more. But the excitement of waking up to be able to engage people and find family and love on folk was the thing that got me by. I did not know it was going to be rewards in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that analogy because it's a conversation I've been having quite recently with folks, right? When you love what you do, you do it with fidelity because the rewards are going to come when you least expect it. And that's the part that a lot of people, oh my God, blah, 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 oh my God. You know, and you, there, there is just so much to that. If you do it out of just loving to do what you do, the rewards will come. The rewards will come. So and I know it's not easy. I'm sorry. I know it's not easy. I got my car repoed. Uh, I was living in a small little room and had on 29th Street and had the shop wrapped around me. I had more times not when I when I walked in and working seven days a week, I was there to make sure payroll got through. Mm -hmm. Right. Not to make sure I got paid. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying if you decided to put on an entrepreneur hat and when you go on social media, they think that entrepreneurship is something that you're supposed to get likes on. It is a mission. And I don't know how many missionaries, you know, they're not rich. Not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So if you want to create wealth, then spend less money, <laughs> make more versus thinking you're going to be able to take money from everybody you meet. Thank you. I so appreciate your letting that. Um, uh, Marguerite Boyd Faison said, yes, I love what I do and it doesn't feel like work. I absolutely agree. You know, um, and, and Marguerite, you know, for Marguerite and all the other people and even with talking to you, Sarita, you know, you, you've been in my ear as well as in my hair. <laughs> We've been talking about just loving what you do. And so every morning when I get up at three o'clock and I'm working on whatever it is that I'm working on, I think about the love of the people like you, which is why I so attach myself to you in the beginning, because I love my people. You love your people. And it's, it it's one of those, even, it, a girl, girl, let's talk about it, even to our detriment. Right. And when I get in your chair and I go, oh, I'm not loving my people. <laughs> You're like, yes, Andrea, because I watch you. You did this, this, this and this and this. And you opened this, this and this for all these people. So you're absolutely correct. Loving our people is a is a is a revolutionary act. And I see it from you every day. What are you doing now to celebrate this next anniversary? And it's going to be a next one. No, I'm, I'm joking. Okay, so, you know, along with Duafe, now I need to look at what leadership looks like with me not being behind a chair. You know, um, how to, I know, right? How to steer this business so... Um, because what I'm finding hiring generations that this generation, the people that we're raising and the people who were raised before us, they lack empathy. Right. 
And so parents, it's easy to avoid your kids and put a cell phone or a, a, a Xbox or what have you in front of them. If they don't get particular things, they will be fired by the time they meet me or they're going to have such a large disdain for me because you didn't give them something that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yes, ma'am. No, 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 no. I, I, listen, you already know. We speak truth up in here. <laughs> so <laughs> when you ask me what my next step is, I want mm-hmm. to really create a training program because mm-hmm. we train on making people do, you know, my stylists, they can do fabulous hair. You can see Duafe started over 10 salons, but there's something that is in, in this generation or in this time that we're missing. Mm-hmm. The lack okay. of activism, the lack of care, the lack of love. We're going to fix it. <laughs> we're gonna- we will fix that, right? You have too many clients that sit in your chair that can do that kind of coaching and training. So, you know, you know, I want to thank you on behalf of everybody's head who you have touched. Now they call me her hair, hair and body butter dealer. My whole family loves to hear about. I come in there, I buy 10 at a time. So finally, Miss Janelle says, Andrea, what are you reselling? No, I got crazy family members. Some for my brother-in-law, some for my sister, some another sister over there. So I buy 10 of them at a time. That stuff is so good. It's good for your eczema. It is good for your skin. It is so, so, so good. So, Sarita, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you've done for our community. Congratulations on yet another anniversary. And I'm right there with you about leading the waffle without leading from the front. Allow the people you know, grow it in such a way that you don't always have to be there. And we're going to work on that with you. Okay. Thank you. God bless you. Wait, 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 where you. can they find the Duafe? Because, oh. you know, I'm acting like everybody know where it is. Okay. So Duafe is, sits on the corner of 22nd and Lippicott. That is 31 and 29 North 22nd Street. You can find us on social media on all tags of Duafe Hair Salon. And I just hope to see you all soon. We give free consults and I can't help, but we hiring. So if you know somebody, <laughs> let them know. There Love you so you much. Go. Love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Talk you. Talk to you Thank soon. You. All right. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.